Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to The Olive Orchard, a podcast about nothing important really. I'm just here with stories, advice, and lighthearted ramblings for your background entertainment. I'm Autumn Olive, crochet fashion designer, host of this podcast, and that girl who still owns Tamagotchis from 2008. Um, They do still work if you put new batteries in them, and I would always have them with me at school back in the day. Uh, I do sometimes turn them back on, have the nostalgia, and then kind of get bored of them after a few days. Um, Anyway, thanks for tuning into my little radio show. Hope your week is going amazing. Um, So, I'm here with my cats. If you're watching this, you can probably see my cat Miso on the couch with me and my other cat is on the floor enjoying some sun. I've just picked up my crochet. I'm working on a pastel color block vest um, because it is finally spring and I am here to embrace all the pastels and floral colors. Um, I have my iced coffee here, my typical recipe. And yeah, Uh, thanks for joining me for episode two. If you listened to the last episode, you would know that it was kind of rough. Um, I was nervous. I still am nervous. Um, I am just a nervous person. Um, So I'm trying to not say um and other buffers so much this time, but please bear with me while I still get used to this. But yeah um speaking of nervousness the other day um so i just moved to the area and you know i'm not expecting any visitors or anything and it had just gotten dark and then all of a sudden somebody knocks on the door i was spooked my cats were spooked they flew under the bed i was not expecting anyone any packages any food delivery or anything so i'm like what in the world could this be so I went and answered the door, or first I looked through the peephole, and it was this guy with, I don't know, he was on his Bluetooth um, phone device, and so, I don't know, he just looked really professional or something, and it made me nervous, like, I didn't do anything wrong or anything, like, I don't know, so I opened the door, and he had this wallet he was trying to return to somebody named Christopher, and I said, well, there's no Christopher here, so I was like, oh, okay, sorry to bother you, and then he left, and I closed the door and locked it, and that's just a normal transaction, but geez, I was so nervous after that. I don't know. I was, like, shaking for five minutes. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I think the pandemic has really caused a lot of anxiety for a lot of people, Um if not to a small degree, you know, a f- fear of the outside world, fear of strangers. I don't know. Maybe I'm totally off there, but that's what I think, and that's what I have noticed with talking to a lot of people about it. Because um, I'm pretty nervous to go outside, you know, not only nervous about getting sick, but just it's just been so long since interaction, you know. Um, anyway let's get started. So today I 
have a fun topic for you. This might be a longer episode because I have a lot to go on about. Um, I wanted to talk about cartoons. I have been watching cartoons, obviously, since I was little and I never really stopped. Um, It's just kind of what I prefer to watch in my free time. They're comforting, they're good background show to have on, and they are really funny in their own way, you know, they're funny, they have their own humor that um, shows with live actors really couldn't, couldn't compare to, Um, so I've always just found that really fascinating, and it's, I just have such an appreciation for the art of it, the animation style, the voice acting, um, you know, if you didn't know, a lot of times there will be one voice actor that plays multiple different characters in a cartoon, and that's really, really common. Um, so hopefully that topic will be super interesting, but first I'm going to list off a few recommendations for you. Um, okay, so first recommendation is a snack of the week, and that would be the swirly string cheese sticks. Now, I really like these because when I was younger, we could never afford them. You know, we got the regular plain mozzarella cheese sticks in the store brand because those are pretty affordable, but the swirly ones with the cheddar cheese half and half, they are marked up for no good reason. And, you know, um, we could just never afford it or justify the purchase when I was younger. So now if I ever do buy cheese sticks, I go for those and have a certain appreciation for them. Um, but they are just really good. Like, I don't know. I think Something about the texture of them is even different than the than the plain mozzarella cheese sticks. So those are really fun. Okay, next I wanted to recommend a show of the week. And since I'm going to be talking about TV shows today, this time I wanted to recommend to you a podcast. Um, this podcast was recommended to me by a friend. And the podcast is called Therapy Gecko. And... It's just a really wild concept. So it's a guy. He is mainly a streamer on Twitch. And so you could... So he live streams this podcast and then he goes and takes like snippets and highlights of it and then uploads it to YouTube and other podcast streaming platforms. Uh, But what he does is he is just a regular guy. He's not a therapist or licensed in any way. And he's dressed up in a gecko suit and he sits in front of a green screen and like has all kinds of different backgrounds and he takes in callers and uh, yeah, they talk about anything from just random life happenings, old stories, um, inappropriate stuff, um, yeah, and it, it can be really funny, it can also be kind of slow, 
episodes are super long. Um, so I like to listen to it as like a commute podcast. So if I have a long drive ahead, I will um, tune into that. And that's a really good one if you need a long podcast to listen to. Um, and some of the callers are really funny. Okay, next. Uh, song of the Week recommendation. This song... Um, I don't really have any other information on it besides that it just sounds really cool. The song is really wavy and soothing. It's called Ease Me by Pageant Boys. I haven't taken the time to go listen to any of their other music, but this song was a recommendation on my Spotify a few years ago and so I just threw it into a couple of playlists and it's always a great listen. Next, uh, I wanted to give you an appreciation of the week. And this time I'm going to mention how appreciative I am of pets when they either talk back to you when you talk to them or when they come when they're called. Um, you know, dogs typically will always come when you call them, but cats, not so much. So particularly my cats, um, whenever I call for them and they come running up, uh, that's just the cutest thing in the world. So I love them. Okay. And lastly, I wanted to mention a review of the week, and this is for one of my cardigan patterns, the duck, duck, goose cardigan pattern. Um, with the 25 different birds that you can place behind the pockets. Um, and I chose this review because it kind of leads into our topic for today. Um, so this one has a picture, super cute. They made a cardigan, looks gray, with like a brown border. And they've got a mallard duck in each of their pockets. And it says five stars, easy to follow pattern love my duck cardi hugh neutron would be proud smiling crying face so at first glance when i read this review i was like hugh neutron it didn't ring a bell at first but then i was like wait hugh neutron as in jimmy neutron's dad and i this unlocked a memory for me because I totally forgot that this guy was obsessed with ducks. Like that was his whole thing. That was his whole personality. He loved ducks. He was just a goofy dad. And so that was just the perfect review to um, read for this episode. So... Now, let's get into this um, topic for today. So, cartoons are amazing. Um, I could have listed probably three, four, or five times as many as I have here. But I wanted to just list ones that either really stood out to me or that I actually completed watching or just like a special mention so like for example like I just read something about Jimmy Neutron but that's not even on my list because I didn't particularly like Jimmy Neutron as a show 
I mean, I guess I did. I watched it, but it was never one of my favorites. You know, I would always flip between Disney, Nickelodeon, and Cartoon Network. And if there was a better option than Jimmy Neutron to me, then I would not be picking Jimmy Neutron. But I did watch plenty of it, and it's not a bad show. Um, so anyway, I have shows here from all different time periods. And I think I've got it mainly lined up in order of, in order of like what I've watched. Like at first I'll read some that I watched mainly as a kid and let you know what I think about them. So first off we have Clifford, the big red dog. This show, I would rate it, um, hmm, seven out of 10. I don't really remember much of what happens. I think it was mainly just uh, about Emily Elizabeth, who is the owner of Clifford. I remember she got like a little puppy for Christmas or something, and then it turned out to just be like a huge dog, like the size of a room in a house. And um, I think the main synopsis is just they go around and like help people when something's going wrong. I think it takes place in like a beach town or something like that. I remember it being like near the water. Um, the animation in that show is really cute. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just a pretty wholesome series. So that one, I don't have anything negative to say. I remember loving Clifford. I wish that it could have been a real thing to have such a gigantic dog. Next, Arthur. This show, again, I can't really remember too much about it. I think maybe it was supposed to be educational in some way. Um, But the characters are all animals, which, um, you know, but they're really humanized. So I think that kind of is, uh, reminds me a lot of the most recent um, cartoon that I have here, which is BoJack Horseman. So I think Arthur was kind of one of the first ones I remember being like that with animals. I mean, Clifford talked, but Arthur and his friends were animals, but they wore like human clothes and they walked on two legs I would give this show a 6 out of 10. I wasn't the biggest fan of the animation style, but um, it's a classic. Uh, the song, I think, was really catchy. Um, so yeah, next show, Between the Lions. This one was definitely an educational show from, I think, PBS. Um, a lot of people don't remember this show from what I've heard, um, it's kind of like there's two lions, um, it takes place in a library, I think, and it will play different, like, skits, um, like, it might play, like, the puppet type of style and then switch to another scene where it's animated and we'll just teach you know a, like a letter or how to pronounce something or 
grammar, stuff like that. Next show. Oh, wait, did I rate the last one? No, I think I would give that one a six out of ten. Um, okay, next one, Maggie and the Beast. That show, I also don't really remember much about it. I think I really liked the animation style in that one. And I could not tell you what happens, um, but I know a lot of people don't remember that show. Um, so I would give that one also a 6 out of 10. Next, Teletubbies, 4 out of 10. That show is really weird. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of parents thought that it was some something sinister uh, behind the, you know, lighthearted childlike essence of it there was one episode that actually had to be banned because it was these like wooden it was like a wooden lion and a wooden bear and they had really unsettling voices and the way that their facial features moved was really unsettling they were on wheels and then they started like wheeling around so that episode had to be banned and then yeah and if you didn't know the teletubbies are actually like the costumes they're like 10, 11 feet tall. They're huge. And yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of creepy. I think I only ever watched it like if it was just on. I don't think it was ever one of my favorites. Next, Dragon Tales. This one aired in 1999. And I will mention all the shows that aired in 1999 here because uh, that was my birth year. And I don't know. I really like that year. It's kind of cool. First year uh, before the 2000s. So, Dragon Tales. This show, 10 out of 10. Really cool concept. Really cool animation style. Perfect, um, perfect setting for, you know, imagination play with friends or whatever. Um, it was a brother and sister, they moved into a new home, I believe, and then they found this, I think maybe it was a dragon scale, um, and anyways, they would hold on to it and say these words, and then they would be transported into, like, the dragon land, and, yeah, and, I don't know. That show was really cool. I remember one episode, it was about Kingdom Come, like where you couldn't leave. And that episode really creeped me out. But um, that's the main episode that I even remember. But I know overall the show was really cool. Um, next, Sagwa, the Siamese cat. Um, this show, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Because I don't really remember much about what happened in the show. But I remember I really loved the cats. Um, I used to have a coloring book based on the show. So, yeah. Next show, Angelina Ballerina. Another one that I don't really remember how it goes. But it was about mice. Um, similar to Arthur, the mice walked on two legs, and 
they were really personified. Um, so this show had a really cute animation style. Um, so 9 out of 10 for that one. Next show, this one's not really a cartoon. I think it's puppets and costumes, but this was Bear in the Big Blue House. A lot of people don't remember what I'm talking about when I mention this show. I would give this show a 10 out of 10 um, because the setting is super comforting. It's like a warm house um, with a bear and there's little colorful otters and mice and everything. Um, So I really like that show. There is a it is a little bit unsettling that the moon and the sun have faces. Um, they look, I don't know, you'd have to see a picture, but the way that the faces are, are could be a little bit spooky, I guess. Um, but I always really liked that show whenever I would see it. Next, Blue's Clues. Uh, this show, 10 out of 10, classic. Um, it's funny, when you look at the guy who played Steve and then the other guy they look so young now I'm 23 and you know these guys look like they were probably 20 or something um but you know when you're little you think oh like that's a real grown man (laughs) um but yeah that show is great I would always pretend to be the dogs with my cousins whenever I would go visit with them um And I used to have, like, felt pieces of the, you know, salt and pepper shaker and all the other little felt things I had a set. Um, Next, Max and Ruby. Um, This show, hmm, I would give it a 6 out of 10. I... I remember it more clearly, but like, I don't really remember what the point was. I remember reading up on some kind of conspiracies about it, like um, that they actually, their parents died in a car accident and that it's not even real and stuff. So, I mean, there's theories like that on almost any cartoon you look for, um, but that's just one that I recall um okay next oswald if you remember this show it's a really cute show i love the animation style on this one i'll give it a 9 out of 10 it's about like just this happy octopus and he's a big round blue octopus and he has a wiener dog which is a literal hot dog super cute he lives in like a big city um, I love that show. I wish that it had more, t- more episodes to it. Next, Wonder Pets, also not really a cartoon. Um, this one was weird. I liked it, but it's kind of weird. Um, so I'll give that one six out of ten. Next, Pinky Dinky Do. This show, I started watching it when I was older, like nine eight or nine maybe um it's I liked the concept of it it was like this girl and her little brother and they would get into like this cardboard box and she would start to draw out her story and so then 
suddenly it would come to life and they would be in it. Um, and it always had like a word to learn a vocabulary word of the episode. So, um, that show was okay. I would give it a seven out of 10. Next, Wow Wow Wubsy. Um, you might also not remember this one. I would give this one a seven out of 10. Um, not my favorite animation style personally, but I did think that it was interesting. Um, it definitely grabs your attention and it's a really cute show. Okay, next, The Pink Panther. Um, this show is from the 60s, I think. Um, and I love that show. It's super clever, super funny. The theme music is classic. Definitely 9 out of 10. Um, I always wanted to be the Pink Panther. <laughs> He's really cool. It's kind of like, reminds me of the cat in the hat. Pretty mischievous and stuff, but he never talks. So, um, pretty cool. Next, Strawberry Shortcake, the original from the 80s. Um, super cute animation. Um... I love all of the various characters. Um, this is definitely right up my alley because I love to match colors to like fruits and stuff. I have made a few different like fruit themed art pieces and uh, crochet pieces in my day. Um, so this one, 9 out of 10. Next, Hello Kitty, um, also series from the 80s. Um, super cute, love it. Um, I would give it an 8 out of 10. Um, next, The Care Bears, the original one from the 80s. Um, I'll give this one a 9 out of 10. I used to watch this going to sleep. Uh, I love the concept, all the different Care Bears. Again, matching colors to personality. And like where they lived in the clouds and the little puffy stars that would fly around. Really cute, um, comforting show. I really like that. Next, um, My Little Pony from the 80s. I also watched the newer one. Um, friendship is magic, but specifically here I'm talking about the old one. Um, 9 out of 10. I, again, love, you know, all of the ponies having their own little symbols on them, matching up to their personality, and um, I had quite the collection of ponies and also Care Bears. My mom would always find them on ebay and get them for me as a collection so i had like a whole shelf of ponies and my whole bed full of care bears <laughs> so that's super cute i wish i still had all that okay next 
Um, so at one of the homes where I lived, there was no cable. And also, I never brought my, like, children's DVDs to watch on the computer. So I ended up watching just what was around, which wasn't a lot of child-friendly stuff. But um, one of the things that was somewhat appropriate, I guess, um, Happy Tree Friends. This is another show that came out in 1999, but I was watching it more so when I was like eight or nine. Um, It's got the cutest little cartoon characters. They're little animals, forest animals. Um, But the show itself like is super gory, um, super violent. You know, the animals will end up with their head cut off, leg cut off, bleeding everywhere, bone exposed. Um, so I don't know. I I don't think it really caused me any psychological damage. Um, you know, I understood what was going on. I wasn't like horrified by it or anything. Um, I just kind of appreciated it as a whole. Um, so this one, I'd give it a 10 out of 10. Okay, another show that I watched at that home was Ren and Stimpy. And this show was meant for kids, but it's kind of questionable at this point. Um, So, Ren and Stimpy. I would give this show also a 10 out of 10. I really loved it. Um, If you watch it, you can really get the... 90s vibes from it um from like the home decor and stuff it was just a really clever show it's about like a chihuahua and his cat friend they live together um the animation is a really distinct style and it's a really fast-paced goofy um you know sort of design and it actually led into the design and creation of Spongebob um, which is really cool. Spongebob came out in 1999. Um, I would give it a 9 out of 10. Um, The beginning episodes are really good. Start to go downhill after about 5-6 years Um, I guess, you know, sake of running out of ideas. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, most people have seen Spongebob. Sometimes I've heard of people who haven't seen it, and that's okay. If you haven't seen Spongebob, I doubt that you've seen any of this. Um, Next, Cat Dog. I didn't watch much of Cat Dog. I would rate it a 7 out of 10. It's a funny concept. It's like a cat and a dog who are conjoined. And, um, you know, they have opposite personalities and stuff. So it's a running gag, funny concept. Um, Yeah, that's all I have to say about that one. Next, Wild Thornberries. Um, This show was interesting definitely not my favorite animation style 
I'd give it a 7 out of 10. I remember watching it in theaters, the movie, on a school field trip. So that was fun. Um, yeah. Next, Fairly Odd Parents. This show, I would rate it a 8 out of 10. Um, it's a really fun concept. Um, cute animation style. It, um, I like the fantasy aspect to it. Next. Hey Arnold. This show, um, interesting animation style. I didn't really watch too much of this one either. Um, I would rate it a... 7 out of 10. It is definitely a classic. Definitely funny. Um, next, Rugrats. This one I would rate an 8 out of 10. Um, it's funny. It's interesting. There's also a lot of weird theories about this one if you go look into it. Um, I watched more of this one than Hey Arnold. Um probably because it was meant for younger kids but yeah um it was really cute okay next Powerpuff Girls I loved this show um it's a classic I would rate it a 9 out of 10 um if you watched this when you were a kid and you would like play pretend with your friends everybody always wanted to fight about who was blossom and who was bubbles and who was buttercup um so that's really fun okay next courage the cowardly dog this one was one of my favorites this was also from 1999 um it could be really scary sometimes. Um, you know, they lived in a house in the middle of nowhere. This old couple with their dog, Courage. And Courage is so cute. His little pink dog. Um, yeah, 10 out of 10. Next, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. This show was really cool. Um, I would give it an 8 out of 10. Uh, I don't know. I can't really remember what happens. Um, sorry, this is a whole... <laughs> I'm listing shows that I don't remember. But, um, yeah, I just remember really liking this show... Um, I think it kind of focuses on the kids, you know, in school and stuff. And then they're hanging around with the Grim Reaper. But cool concept. Good show. Next, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. This one was amazing. I would give it a 9 out of 10. Um, it's just as it's described in the title. Um you know, it's like a foster home for 
imaginary friends. They can be adopted and they can be placed in there. Um, so that's a really cool concept. Next, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Um, this show, I remember watching it a lot, but it wasn't really one of my favorites. I would give it a 7 out of 10. Um, weird animation style. Um, but yeah, it was like a show that I would watch and then I would feel cool after watching it, if that makes sense. Um, next, Chowder. I loved this show. It was one of my favorites. Um, I really like the animation style. It's really unique. Um, my favorite thing about that is that the characters, like the fabric on their shirt, seemed to be like a real shot of fabric. And so, you know, the drawings on the characters, like the drawings would move around, but then the fabric would remain stagnant. Um, so that leaves a really unique, fun effect. Um, I would give Chowder a 9 out of 10. Um, it's about a little, I think, is it, he a cat? He was like in training, culinary training, um, and they're always cooking up some fun foods and stuff. Um, okay, next show, this was one of my absolute favorites. It's the Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack. Um, this show was so cute. Kind of scary sometimes. It's like... It takes place on a harbor. And it seems to be set in really old times. Like times when there was like an apothecary. And, you know, sailors on old ships and buried treasure and stuff and it's this boy and this captain who live inside the belly of a whale and their running mission is to get to the candy island and oh it's just so fun I used to pretend with my mom that we were flapjack and captain knuckles and my bedroom was the whale um so that show is just a total comfort show and it actually paved the way for the next show I'm going to mention, which is Adventure Time. Um, it had some of the same writers crossover and stuff, and the animation style is definitely recognizable in Adventure Time with, you know, the round heads and the lanky bodies. Um... Flapjack was a 10 out of 10, if I didn't mention that. Adventure Time, also a 10 out of 10. Um, the characters are so dynamic. Um, there's a variety of different princesses in the show. Um, and Finn, the main character, you know, he's just trying to be good. He lives with his dog who is just an adult dog. He's, like, in his 30s. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the show is kind of goofy. 
um, but it's also really wholesome. With a lot of cartoons, you know, sometimes as a kid you watch them and you're only paying attention to the episode-to-episode basis of, you know, beginning, middle, and end and what happens. But if you actually sit down and watch it in order, which you can do now with like streaming services, you know, when you were watching it as a kid, there's no way you could just sit down and watch them all in order because that wasn't even an option unless you somehow recorded them on DVR or something. But, you know, these days, if you sit down and watch a show in its entirety, there's a whole other appreciation for the running storyline, you know, the season to season storyline rather than just what happens per one episode. Um, so I really love that Adventure Time has a really deep story and really important lessons. Um, and it's overall, you know, about chosen family. Um, you know, you don't have to have your true related blood relatives as family. You know, you can just, whoever you care about, and that's your family, you know. Um, next regular show, I would give this a 9 out of 10. This show is pretty funny, um, pretty goofy. Um, it also has a decent running storyline, so if you watch it in its entirety, um, it's really interesting. It's a long one as well, so, um, yeah, it's really cool, kind of sci-fi kind of not um but yeah that one's fun I watched that one in its entirety as well um next the amazing world of gumball this one I would give it a eight out of ten um what's interesting about this show is that it uses well at the time it was using all forms of animation which is really cool you know it's using digital animation photoshop um live acting editing um what else i don't know like there was like seven plus things if you look it up you can find out but it just has like different layers of animation most of the characters each have their own different animation style and yeah so that just leaves you with a really surreal watching experience um and it can be funny sometimes um next steven universe i only just watched steven universe recently i think i watched it last year this one has a beautiful animation style um and it has a really neat, really neat concept. Um, so I would give Steven Universe um, 8 out of 10. Next, We Bear Bears. This is another one I only just watched recently, last year. Um, I would give this one a, an 8 out of 10. Um, it's really funny. It's really cute. I love the bears. I love Ice Bear. Um, yeah, I wish there could be more seasons of that one. 
Next, Kim Possible. I loved Kim Possible. I would give it a uh, 8 out of 10. I would always pretend to be Kim Possible because she was just a super cool girl. Um, yeah. Next, Lilo and Stitch. This is a really cool show with the aliens and everything. Um, I would give it a 8 out of 10. Um, it's a real classic. Um, next, Phineas and Ferb. I loved this show. I would give it an 8 out of 10. Um, no, I would give it a 9 out of 10. And my favorite character is Perry the Platypus. Um, I love the whole double life, double agent type of thing. Um, the show was so clever, you know, something was always stirring up. Next, Fish Hooks. I don't really remember this show very well. Um, I remember watching it, but I don't think that I loved it. So I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. And that's all I have to say about Fish Hooks. Um, Gravity Falls. This show is one of my all-time favorites, so 10 out of 10 for this one. Um, it's just exceptional, beautiful animation style. All of my computer screensavers are um, Gravity Falls landscape animations. Oh my gosh, my cat's knocking stuff down. Okay, I'm just going to ignore it. Hopefully he stops. Okay, um, anyway, Gravity Falls, um, beautiful animation style. I love the mystery of the show, um, the comedy of the show, the suspense of the show. It's just hands down such an amazing creation, um, Mabel Pines in the show is a cartoon character that actually changes clothes. In the two seasons of the show, she's seen wearing over 100 different sweaters, which she was supposed to have knit herself. Um, so that's so fun. I created a pattern with 20 of the sweaters that she's seen wearing, and I plan to do a second volume maybe even a third volume because you know I mean there's so many and I only you know touched on less than a fifth of them but um yeah she's one of the few cartoon characters who I've seen change outfits so many times and um Princess Bubblegum of Adventure Time also changes her clothes quite a lot too and so that's always fun to see um so, next, Star Butterfly versus The Forces of Evil. This show I watched recently last year as well. Um, this show is really cute. I love the animation style of it. Um, so, I'll give it a 8 out of 10. Okay, now we're moving on to shows that are actually meant for adults. Um, 
So the first one here is The Simpsons. The Simpsons is a classic. Um, I remember I was not really supposed to be watching it when I was younger. Um, and so I didn't. But then I did have a babysitter one time who she let her son, who was my age, he was watching it. So, of course, then I was watching it. And I was like, oh, this is so fun and so cool. Um, but, you know, they've gone on for what 30 seasons like that's just so impressive um and if you look into theories on this show they have predicted nearly perfectly so many different um historical events which is really interesting um so yeah i don't know what to say about that but the simpsons nine out of ten um, next, Futurama, another one that came out in 99. Um, this show, 9 out of 10, really cool, um, nice animation style, same as The Simpsons, same, um, you know, creative team on that one. Um, I'd have to say I might like the concept of Futurama a little more than The Simpsons. I mean, I don't know. The Simpsons is kind of, you know, classic home life synopsis, but Futurama, you know, takes place on a spaceship and stuff. Um, so it's pretty cool. Um, okay, next, Family Guy also came out in 99. I was never a Family Guy fan, really, so I will give it a 6 out of 10. But I just wanted to mention that the um, creator, Seth McFarlane, he voiced four of the main characters, um, I believe Peter, Stewie, Brian, and Quagmire, and, um, That's just really impressive. Um, you know, it's always really inspiring when um, a creator also does voice acting or a voice actor can also go on to do, you know, in person in front of a camera acting because it just shows, you know, dual skills um, and that. So... I just really look up to that. A cartoon is something I've always wanted to do, you know, so if one day I win the lottery or something, I don't even play the lottery, but if I had money to invest in starting a cartoon, that would probably be what my dream would be to do. Um, next, Rick and Morty. Um, eight out of ten. I like this show. It's not my favorite. A lot of people love it. Um, so, you know, it's it's funny. It's a good show. Um, but I have heard, like, controversy about, you know, Rick is supposed to be, you know, a deadbeat dad. 
misogynistic guy. And the point of that character is, you know, to show that that's not a desirable personality trait. And some people apparently aren't getting that. So that's unfortunate. But, you know, overall, for what it's worth, the show is funny and cute and creative. Okay, next. Bob's Burgers. Um, I would give this one a 9 out of 10. This show always makes me laugh. Um, It's just really great. I love the characters. I love the concept. Um, It's really great. And I love Kristen Schaal. She is the voice of Louise. She's also the voice of Mabel Pines on Gravity Falls. And she's also the voice of Sarah Lynn on BoJack Horseman. She also voices plenty of other characters. She plays some background characters on Adventure Time and so on. Um, She's totally talented. And um, she also worked as a writer at Comedy Central at one point. And she also does live acting as well so she's just really cool i look up to her a lot Um, and i actually have connections with her hometown so that's really fun she's from longmont colorado okay next um daria i mentioned the show in my last podcast because i had just finished watching it Um, this show, I would give it a 9 out of 10. Um, it's really fun. Really funny. Daria is hilarious with her, you know, sarcastic jokes and stuff. Um, so I won't go into more details on this one, but it's a really good show from MTV. I did try to watch Beavis and Butthead, which is what she came from. She was like a side character, recurring character in that one. And so, you know, Beavis and Butthead is what came first. And I tried watching that and I just really couldn't get with it. It's just too stupid for my own good. Um, Maybe at some point, I don't know. I, I just didn't really like that one. But okay, next and last one here on my list is BoJack Horseman. The show is amazing. I would give it a 9 out of 10, maybe a 10 out of 10. Um, just the theme music, amazing. The animation, great. The characters, hilarious. The lessons, phenomenal. Um... This is just a really great series. Um, It was one of Netflix's first original series. And, you know, it still performs so well. It's still a fan favorite today. Um, So I love that. You know, I'm currently rewatching it, but I did watch it when it came out. Um, But I just love that show. I know a lot of other people love that show, too. Okay, so that's it for rating the cartoons. Um, I did reach out on my Instagram at Autumn Olive Crochet um, if anybody had any topics that they wanted to hear about in the podcast. And there was one answer to that 
um, that was perfect for this one. So I'm going to go ahead and answer that now. Um, I was asked my opinion on what I think will be the most promising new animated movies and series. And I think that's a really interesting question. Um, so the first one that I'm going to mention here is Hilda. This one isn't quite so new. I think it's from 2018, but it's, it's a kid's show. It's on Netflix. Um, and I really love it. The animation is so cute and cozy and the color scheme is just beautiful. Um, and you know, it's, it covers like little fantasy topics like elves and trolls and stuff. And, um, so that one's really cute. I think that they're coming out with a third season. I really hope they are. Um, but I believe that that one is projected to be the last season. Um, there is a movie as well. So I, I just watched Hilda series and the movie, um, a couple months ago. So it's on my mind. Um, and the opening title sequence is written and performed by Grimes. Um, so that's neat. Okay, uh, next new series, Human Resources on Netflix. Um, if you watched Big Mouth, this show focuses on the monsters. Um, it kind of reminds me of like a grown-up version of that Disney movie about the emotions. I can't remember what it was called, but it was like the five emotions that live in the head. And then, you know, if you're sad, that's the emotion that's taking over and stuff. So this human resources kind of reminds me of an adult version of that. And I finished watching it. Um, and I really like it. I liked it a lot more than Big Mouth. Watching Big Mouth, I couldn't get through it because I felt kind of weird because I'm an adult. I think I watched it at age like 20 or so 19 or 20 and so it just kind of felt weird watching these like animated kids with their privates out and stuff I don't know it was weird but human resources is a lot better because the characters are mostly adults so it was much more like comfortable and funny to watch um, so hopefully that one will take off. Um, hopefully they'll do some more seasons of that one. Okay. The next show that I think would be promising. Now I haven't watched these next three, so keep that in mind, but the next one is called close enough. And I looked this up and it's made by JG Quintel, who was the producer of regular show. And so I mentioned regular show. I really liked that one. So I do want to watch this series close enough. Um, seems like it could be really cool. What I read was that um, they were actually planning on releasing it much sooner, but they couldn't due to COVID. So they finally were able to um, get that made and put out. So that's fun. I think I'm going to watch that um, after I finish getting through BoJack Horseman. Okay, next, Central Park. This one is produced by Lauren Bouchard of Bob's Burgers. So, again, another widely popular series, Bob's Burgers. Um, and then, you know, they go on to make Central Park, which 
I think that's promising because Bob's Burgers was so successful. So I hope for them that Central Park will also take off and I plan to watch that as well. Okay, next, Solar Opposites. Again, um, coming from the popular show Rick and Morty, Justin Roiland. Um, he also voiced uh, Blendon Blandon on Gravity Falls. Um, so he's got a really recognizable voice. Um, and this show, Solar Opposites, um, I hope for them that that will also be as successful as Rick and Morty. Um, yeah, so that's all I've got as far as these um, new and promising animated series. I definitely look forward to seeing, you know, what other animated series will be in our future um, because I don't plan to stop watching cartoons anytime soon. Um, But yeah, um, thanks for listening. Um, You can follow me at Autumn Olive Crochet on Instagram, TikTok. Um, My website is autumnolive.com. If you want to reach out to me regarding this podcast, uh, the email is the Olive Orchard Podcast at gmail.com. The cover photo was drawn by me. The intro and outro song was designed and produced by my boyfriend. Um, I hope you enjoyed. If you are still listening, I will provide with you a life hack slash tip And this is something that I started doing recently, and that is keeping a cleaning brush in the shower. Um, I specifically got one of those that you can keep dish soap in. Uh, It's a brush, not a sponge. And you fill up the handle with dish soap, and I just keep that in a little jar in my shower. And, you know, once a week or whatever, I'll take that and you know, scrub the mat and scrub the sides of the tub and the drain and stuff. And it's an easy way to keep up with cleaning the shower. So hope that's helpful to you. Um, goodbye. Goodbye.